Welcome to Not Another Magic Pod. And you are listening to another episode of Not Another Magic Pod with myself, Joshua, and my co-host, Devante. Uh, Devante, they haven't heard from us for a minute. Uh, quick reaction from winning the lottery? Um, it was possibly one of the five best nights of my life. <laughs> yeah, we went to Harry Buffalo's. That shout out the six man was hosting. Uh, we were at the upper deck, so we could really see um, the commotion that was ha- they were having downstairs. It was just a great night overall. Yeah, it was a great experience. I mean, just being around that many Magic fans, true fans, and just being able to enjoy that moment together. Bro, I, I don't think I've seen that many fans. I don't even think I see that in the Amway Center because it's usually for the other team. But it was that's a, a fact. Those that, that was a those were some diehards. Um, it's, it feels like you. There's not a lot of us around because there's like a niche niche amount on Twitter that we see, but there's a lot, bro. Yeah, I mean, I was surprised by the turnout, but I was also happy for just the fact that that many people did come out. It's a good sign for just the interest that there still is in the team. Exactly. And I'm, I'm kind of curious because I didn't go last year uh, if it was the same way. I'm not sure or not. Did you go last year? I couldn't remember. No, oh, no I wasn't I was able to. Okay, I was with yeah. you. Yeah, we went. When we got to the fifth fifth round, uh, fifth round, pick, uh, some curse words were used. <laughs> some, But we we got it this time, bro. And the, the first time in what, since 2004? Yeah. Third time ever. Could it could it be a, you know they said they they showed that the first pick that we used in, uh, in the nineties and then in 04 is all on centers even Chris Weber kind of. <laughs> yeah, he was a big. Is uh could that be a, a little forecast of what we're gonna do on Thursday? I mean, if you just look at the top three projected players, it's pretty good chance that it's, it's gonna well, be a big man. I mean, a center specifically, if you know what I mean. Mm, it's <laughs> it's possible. I mean, but we'll we'll get we'll get into all of that nitty gritty stuff. Just wanted to hear your quick reaction of the night. But it was a great night. Thank you to Six Man for hosting it, as well as the Orlando Magic. That was a great night. We'll also be there uh, at the Amway Center on Thursday. Are you? Do you want to go to Harry Buffalo's? I don't know if you want. To, I never asked you. Um, if I have time, you know, I have stuff to do before <laughs> the draft. <laughs> No, yeah, I feel you. I, I probably won't. I'll probably. I know they're meeting up at one oh six, I believe. Uh, so we could go there if you want. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we'll figure it out. Play it by ear. You think any magic players will be in the house? There usually is someone. Pretty sure Wendell might be there. Maybe Suggs. R- RJ was there last time when he Facetimed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a good chance that somebody will be there. I. I'm already feeling the nerves, you know, when the the sound goes off. <laughs> I've been hearing it all day in my head. Just that's <laughs> like the best, the best feeling ever when that comes up. But we won't have to wait long this time. It'll be the first pick, unless we trade back. But we'll also get into that as well. So, um, first off, let's hear your top three, because I I know there's usually a consensus top three. Is your is your three in the same the same as everyone else's basically? Yeah, I mean. The three players that everyone projects to go one, two, and three, I have them probably in a different order for most people, but it is the same three players. Okay, so we're talking Chet, Jabari, and Paolo. Um, and out of those, out of those three, what do you, who do you, who do you want the most? I've been leaning toward Jabari most of this 
draft process, but now I'm kind of feeling Paolo. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, just... You haven't even told me this yourself yet. <laughs> well, no, I mean, just seeing the, what was he, six ten and a half without shoes? That, that being able to, 250? I mean, just being able to score the way he does, that's it's very enticing. I'll so, say that. So let's go, let's go before that. Why why did you want Jabari? I just like the fact that he can shoot, which is something that we haven't really <laughs> drafted much. <laughs> so I think yeah. that's a big that's a big who, plus. Who was our best best shooter last year? Last year, that's a good question. <laughs> Bomba. <laughs> it I might have been. I don't know. I mean, or Wendell, or even. Franz or Cole? RJ, when he's spotting up from three, was pretty consistent. Yeah, RJ, when Fultz came back, was pretty knocked down. Suggs? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Far from it. Shot 27% from three. I don't see that happening this year, though. No, nah, it was just rookie nerves. He's learning the game. Yeah, I was listening. Did you hear the, uh, the ringer pod with Kevin O'Connor, Steve Cerruti, and... Uh, Kevin Clark talking about the Magic Draft. No, I didn't get to listen oh, to that. Oh, you one. you have to listen to that one. That one was great. It was basically a whole pot of the Magic, which I haven't heard. And I, I actually advise every Magic fan to go listen to that because if they see those doing numbers, they're gonna keep doing it. So um, I know we don't get talked about a lot in those type of things. Um, so please go give that a listen so they could see that we're actually interested and there's actually fans <laughs> out there that will listen. Uh, but no, you definitely got to check that one out, bro. They talked about everything magic. I mean, KLC usually does have good things to say about us. He's still has real estate on Bomba Island, which the other two did not, which is, which is funny. <laughs> but you'll 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 hear that when you listen to it. Um, but yeah, they basically they each said Chet. So let's hear let's hear yours. Uh, so, you said Paolo. well, Jabari Paolo. They're kind so of 1A, 1B. Okay, so you still have Jabari first. Yeah, I'm still leaning Jabari. Okay, and Jabari did have that two-hour workout, remember, that they talked about, <laughs> which I think is a smoke screen. You don't think that's a smoke screen? I think it's all smoke screens. I don't know what to believe. Jabari's workout was so publicized. Not publicized, but <clears throat> everything got out. They put him in the media. He answered questions. I, I just don't see that happening with this Magic front office unless it's a smoke screen. That's true, but it could be the reverse. Them, mm. They may want you to think it's a smoke screen, but in all actuality, that's who they're going for. Oh, my Lord. That's a good <laughs> it's like Inception. Right. Jesus, now you got me thinking. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, they usually do this. They usually pick the guy that they never talk about, so maybe they'll do that this time, but maybe not. Yeah, we won't know until Thursday when that first pick is made. What give me a percentage of you thinking of uh, us keeping that pick? I'll say about eighty five percent. Eighty five percent. Would you would you do it for two and twelve? Yeah, I mean it depends on who we want. I think I'd go for it. I would do that. I would I don't see OKC doing that because that's just I, I just don't see them doing that unless they re, unless they know we're gonna pick the person they really really want. That's um, what all the, all these smoke screens are for. Exactly, which which I, I understand because Jeff even talked about that today. He was like, this is a gamesmanship and chess, basically. So I'm not going to tell you guys anything. 
that would detriment the team, basically, which which Rob used to do quite often. Stan <laughs> <laughs> had a whole board of who he wanted. <laughs> so it's a, nice, it's a nice switch up. Yes, yeah, um, it's a whole different regime now. So I mean, can't remember, really compare them. Remember when um, Philly finessed us out of the pit because of because of Alfred Payton? Uh, Alfred Payton. We had <laughs> who do we drafted Dario Sarge? Yeah, they got their they got a first round pick and Dario Sarge for. I mean, Dario didn't really turn out too much, but for Alfred, I mean, better than Alfred. And we could have picked Levine. Yeah. We, yeah. But yeah, that's the past. I just I just like people seeing like this is we've come a long way from that old that old regime. So please have faith in this team cuz they've been doing great so far. Uh but let's see. So I I haven't talked about mine yet. I think Chet is going to be first. Chet really? is first for me. Yeah. So he's who you who you want or who you you think will pick? I think both honestly. <laughs> Both. Well, yeah, that's a good question. So you want Jabari. Is that who you think we'll pick? That's also who I think we'll go for. He just okay. fits better. Like, he's defensive he, versatility. Yeah, that's, yeah. His He shot 42% from three in college, which is a great percentage, which means it's going to translate to the NBA. There's no way he just gets to the NBA and can't shoot anymore. Right. I mean, that has happened before, but it's not, let's not wish that upon him, but... <laughs> Right, but yeah, I mean he's like the typical the the an A plus weight three and D guy, and I, is that what you want for the first pick? I guess that's the safest option. Yeah, I mean as far as the was it the the highest floor, like at at worst he's going to be a a starter in the NBA three and D that's guy. True. Everybody needs one of those on their team. That's true. Do you think he has the highest floor of the three? Or Paolo? Uh, I would say Jabari. Paolo's floor could be Michael Beasley. Okay. Okay. Which, what is Jabari's being? Jabari. Everyone wants to compare him to Rashard Lewis. I'd say that's his floor, actually. I don't think that's his ceiling. I agree. I do agree with that. Because, yeah, I actually do really agree with that. Michael Beasley. And then what do you see Chet's floor being? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sean Bradley? Bull Bull. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like Volvo had all the hype coming out, and then granted, I, Chet I performed. I still got faith in Bobo. Ah, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, to be fair, like Bull had all the hype coming out of high school and didn't really. He underwhelmed in college. Chet did right. the opposite. Chet did exactly what everyone expected him to do. So he's already a step ahead of him in that regard. Exactly. Exactly. Did you see? Did you see Bobo's workout? Yeah, um, but I mean, everyone looks good in an empty gym. He was splashing though, bro. He's in the NBA. I hope so. <laughs> but no, no, no. Let's get back on. Let's get back. So, who do you think has the best? So you said Jabari is best fit. Um, who has the highest ceiling? Mm, it's hard to say because, like, if Chet pans out to be what he's supposed to be, then yeah. it's not even close. Like it's him, that, yeah. Because we've never seen nothing like that before, right? But it's so like if is the main issue here. It's that's, always if. Yeah, that's that's basically the Magic's uh, quotable line. If if this player was if this player could shoot, 
they'd be a playoff team. If this player wasn't hurt, they'd be a playoff team. <laughs> exactly. It's just too many ifs. And it's out of You're just ready for a third thing. It's just too much of a risk with the first pick. Now I did see, I don't know if you saw this. I think I sent it to you, but the odds for dra- for um drafting Paolo. Oh yeah, they Yeah, they're going up by the minute. So like he might go number one. Yeah, they, they must know something we don't know, right? I mean, they everyone has sources, so <laughs> I don't know exactly. who their sources are. Exactly, except the Magic, though. Magic don't leak anything. That's why it's kind of confusing. Again, it's that, that game of chess. Exactly, exactly. And you got to watch the the Jeff Presser as well because he talks about a lot of that stuff, too. So it's, it's really good insight there. Um, but I do I – do, my – my reasoning for Chet, basically what I said, there's, we've never seen anything like him. Um, his body is a concern, as well as his frame. I, I just don't see how he can't gain weight in the NBA, right? Because they, they put both Bamba and Isaac on basically 5,000 calories a day. I mean, he's, he said he eats. He's like, <laughs> he eats a lot. He just, some people just don't gain weight. So you think he'll be like that for his career? No, he's still only, what, 19? He still has to physically mature. So I think once he actually grows into his body, he'll be able to put on maybe 20, 25 more pounds. Yeah. I just think his instinct is insane. Like yeah, his raw instinct. It's you, also, you think so? I mean, his instincts, yeah. I wouldn't say he, his, he's not as fluid. His no, body, his body movements, but no, yeah, he's definitely because I did I did hear like he he has trouble guarding on the wing, which Isaac has zero trouble guarding on the wing. Um, that, that's why I lean more towards Jabari. Yeah, but we but then does Isaac come off the bench? If when if and when he gets healthy, I have that's not my decision. <laughs> no, I don't I don't know. I mean. You have to just look at your personnel and I mean make the best decision based off of how they perform. Yeah. So you don't want to you don't want to gift anybody anything. You want them to earn it. So it'd, it'd be a good battle between both of them. True. True. Yeah, I think I think making competition always helps the team. Um, the only two people I see entrenched in those starter roles are Fultz, Franz, and Wendell. What do you think? I agree. I mean. And even Fultz, I'm not sure. I mean, he looked he he was great at the end of the season, but who knows if Suggs t- takes a step up that he's undeniably the best point guard on the team. Who knows? I mean, if that happens, then he's going to be a really good player because Fultz was a great point guard for us when he came back. Exactly, and it also it's if we pick someone that can't really shoot threes like Jabari can, like a Paolo, then that kind of limits Fultz as well because I feel like Paolo needs the ball. Uh, just as much as Fultz do, does to run an offense. Well, yeah, and that's another reason why I like Jabari is just the fact that he can shoot opens up so many things for everyone else. Like Franz playing off the ball, cutting when Fultz has the ball, that's easy buckets. Wendell, easy buckets if the floor is spaced up for him. Fultz, he can get to the room a lot easier when he has shooters around him. So that's why I, I, like, I just love the fit that Jabari would have with us. That's a great point. That's a great point. But can't Chet and Paolo also shoot threes? I mean, obviously not as well as Jabari, but it's not like it's their weakness. 
No, but they'd be at this stage in their careers, big liabilities on the defensive end. Chet, just because he just doesn't have the strength yet to guard in the NBA. Right. And then Paolo just wouldn't care. (laughs) (laughs) He, He seems like the type of player that if he doesn't get 12 shots a game, he's not playing defense. Yikes. Yeah, I've seen a, a comp of, of BG Blake Griffin for him. You think that's kind of relatable? Um, not really. <laughs> Is he that athletic? I mean, I've watched clips of it. I don't see why they would say BG. but There's very few people who are as athletic as Blake was before he started getting hurt. Exactly. And I... I more see of a, I more see at the highest point a Carmelo level almost. Yeah, I mean, my comparison was always um, Tobias Harris, who people at points would say is like a, a poor man's Carmelo. Yeah, so you think his ceiling is Tobias? I don't think Tobias is his ceiling. I just think he's in that he was his. molded from that type of player, like Tobias okay. Carmelo, kind of like back to the basket in the high post area. I do like that. I do like that comparison, actually. That's a good comparison. Um, let me see. But, yeah, we've there's so much you could talk about this. these three players and where they'll go until Thursday. Uh, do you have any opinions on the second-round picks that we have? 32 um, you mean the, I believe. The second-round picks we're going to trade? Is that what you mean? <laughs> In 2040? <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time we used one? Um, was it Iwandu? I think that's... And that was with Isaac, right? Oh, no, no, no. Melvin. Melvin Frazier. Melvin Frazier was after Iwandu. That might have been the last one, and I see why they haven't (laughs) gone back after that. They haven't really panned out. But would we talked about this a couple days ago. You wouldn't package... You told me you wouldn't package those two to get back into the first, right? I mean, well, I just said I'd trade one for two and twelve. So oh, my reasoning, and yeah, my reason at that time was I didn't want too many young guys because the whole roster is going to be under twenty five, and you just don't win that way. And it's not really I, good for development either. I agree. Like you just have a bunch of young kids. I mean, we did this before when uh, Rob was here. We had Oladipo, Alfred, Aaron Gordon, Fournier, Vooch was still what. 23-24 at the time. Kyle yep. O'Quinn, Maurice Harkless. And yeah, it was a fun team to watch, but there was no development. There was no winning. We were bottom three in the NBA year after year. So I think just based off of previous like attempts at rebuilding that way, it's not a good idea. I, I definitely do agree. I do think there's some differences with this team. That team seemed kind of selfish. That everybody kind of wanted to be the guy, whereas this team, it seems like everyone kind of wants each other to win, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely, at least on the outside looking in, they're actual friends. Like, they enjoy each other's company. Exactly. And, and the the previous team, there was, like, maybe three or four guys that were together all the time. Alfred, Depot, O'Quinn, Harkless. And then the kind of the rest of the team was there. Like the yeah, Evans I mean, and the Vooches, they were all kind of... They're like little cliques, cliques within exactly. the team. Yep, yep. Kyle Quinn was the only one trying to be friends with everybody. Yeah, and I, I do miss Kyle Quinn. He was cool. Yeah, he was a great locker room guy. 
We, yeah, we need one of those guys. I think maybe Robin Lopez was that this year, or T. Ross. I love T. Ross as a teammate. Oh, I love having T. Ross. I mean, it just sucks that the direction that we're going in, he's playing less and less. But yeah, and we have we have a lot of guards, so <laughs> we do have a lot of guards. So if we lose T. Ross, do we keep Gary? Well, isn't he a free agent this summer? Is he, he is restricted or unrestricted. He is unrestricted. He's too old to be restricted, I think. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, he's probably gone, too. The, the Lakers guy, could I, definitely use him. I feel like the guys really like him, too. I don't know if he... I. We do have a lot of money to spend this year. Maybe we could put him on, like, a one-year just to go through it with the guys. But I, mean, I don't... Go ahead. He's at, he's at that age now because he's, what, 27, 28? He's going to want a, a longer contract. It could True. potentially be his last one. True that. True that. Um, yeah, that's another thing. That's July 1st, right? Free agency? Yeah. I was looking at the free agent list. It's not great. It never is when we have money. We do have... Uh, there is a Dwight Howard out there that people have been... Uh, fans have been actually kind of curious of how that would be if he came back. I've been surprised so many fans have been open to that possibility. Like That's something I've always hoped for, but I never stopped liking Dwight. Yeah, I think I think time heals all, and fans are kind of like, all right, I don't understand. It's just been so long since we've won anything either way, so he's the <laughs> last person that gave us hope. It's a nice story. Yeah, I mean, it's always good when one of your franchise faces comes back to the team. Especially if they want to finish their career out there, too, because he has a ring, right? Yeah, he did win one with L.A. He never got a parade, but he did get that ring. In Orlando ironically yeah <laughs> for the same team that beat him in orlando <laughs> exactly oh my gosh but yeah i would especially if we get like let's say a chet on thursday for dwight to be there to mentor him and put him in the weight room with him i mean i wouldn't say mentor because chet is already way more skilled than dwight ever was oh my god what <laughs> I mean, overall, like, as far as what he'd be able to do with the ball offensively. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, not defense. Like, I don't don't think Chet will even sniff being as great of a defender as Dwight was. Okay, I was about to say, we had our hot take right there. I was about to. (laughs) (laughs) Offensively. Dwight was just, his athleticism, his strength. And people won't agree with this, but Dwight had a very high basketball IQ. On both ends of the floor. You, I definite defensive, definitely. Why do you say he had an offensive great IQ? Because I just remember him being, he was a great lob threat. Um, he was good in the low post. I remember his half fake and then spin to the middle with the right hook or left hook. Um, it's, it's not always about the scoring. It's getting to the final result. Setting those screens that he set, rolling when he did, knowing how to get to the rim, seeing the... Just knowing there was an opening in the lane, like all that stuff, the gravity of him just running yeah, to the rim. As a lob threat, yeah. Yeah. Because you say all the time, I wish this player would roll to the rim. I wish this player would set this pick, and they don't do it because right. they don't have the IQ to. People don't give Dwight credit for that, but that is part of having a high basketball IQ. That's No, that's true, and he was one of the great pick setters when he was here. He, everyone talks about how they were always open when he set a pick. Yeah, like he was amazing at. He, other than scoring, Dwight could do a lot of great things on the offensive end. 
the intang- the intangibles, what they call it. Yeah, exactly. And I don't I I gotta watch more of Chet setting screens. I have to see if people just run through him. I mean, at the NBA level, just because he doesn't have the strength, it's not even about weight necessarily. It's more just the strength not being there. Yeah, but but that's why that's where I think his instincts come into play because he just knows where to be most of the time. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, there's a lot of times where you may know what you're supposed to do, but you just can't physically do it. Bomba. Or is no, that the opposite? Uh, that's the opposite. <laughs> he could physically do it. He just doesn't know. <laughs> that's like a waste of potential there. So you're ready to give up on him? Should we let someone else sign him? This was what his third season that just passed? Well, he was 2018. So we missed the season. So possibly third or fourth. I can't remember. Yeah, I mean, he's not really showing any any consistency is the issue. He's not a bad player. He's just not consistent at all. And you can't, if you want to be a rotation player, you have to have some type of consistency, but he doesn't. Yeah, and he would have those great games and then throw up some duds. So yeah. we'll, uh, we'll see. I think, did you, th- this is completely changed subject, but did you see Wendell's, the video we posted with Wendell? See how good he looked in that? Oh, yeah, in the pickup game, the scrimmage. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it, was it, was great. Against, it was against nobodies, I agree, but he he did look more fluid. He looked more athletic. He looked more – his form looked great. It's just exciting. Honestly, just the fact that he's in the gym is a good thing to see. Like, who was Anthony Davis hasn't shot a ball since April 5th <laughs> or April 5th, whatever it was. And, and the cherry on top that he had the Penny Hardaway shirt on, the tank top. Oh, uh, one thing about playing for the Magic is you're gonna have some fire merch. That, like we have, we have the best jerseys. I feel like I feel like I haven't seen Magic players wear Magic merch in such a long time. Like this is like T. Ross is always wearing Magic merch like around his house, like his jerseys. I see RJ is always wearing T. Mac stuff because he loves T. Mac. Um, Wendell's wearing the Penny stuff. I feel like this is the first time like we've really seen Magic players. Uh, Love embracing, yeah, embrace perfect, embrace the embrace the team. franchise, yeah. Yep. I love it though. That's like that's what you were saying about this, this team. This group of guys is different from previous teams that we've had, and it all just points to a very positive direction that we're heading. Yeah, it feels different. It feels like we're cool again almost. Because remember when Suggs had that game against Chicago, and he was telling everybody, "Nah, it's magic. It's Magic City." Yeah, it, it, felt, it just feels different. I don't know how to explain it. Well, the, the players are excited to be here. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, I don't know if it's just a young guy thing, but they just they have so much respect for the team and, and everything that they do. So it's just it just feels good to have those players on the team. Yeah, I'm excited for this coming up season. I don't even know who's going to be on the team, but I'm excited. Yeah, and I, I'm going to throw out a hot take. I think we're going to win Summer League. We're gonna That's have to- always tricky because, like, you know, our, summer league all star. Yeah, but our top what three guys in summer league might only play two games. That's true. Sug might need a little more time. To- <laughs> and whoever we pick, I think the player we pick with the first pick is going to get a lot of time. Uh, you don't think he'll get a lot of time? I mean, the thing is that everyone's always afraid of injury, 
so the good guys never really play. Like, yeah. if we get a second-round pick who just happens to be amazing, he'll play the whole summer league. Right, right. Do you, th- you think Franz plays? I think Franz plays. I don't think he plays a lot, like you said, but I think he plays. Okay, so Suggs, Franz, whoever we draft on Thursday. <coughs> Check, yep. <laughs> all right. <laughs> but, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty much all we have today. It's about to hit 30-minute mark. Do you have anything else to add? No, I mean, just if you have the chance to come out to Amway, watch the draft with us. We'll yeah, be there recording. Yep, we're going to be a 106 with the six-man show, most likely. Uh, we'll have our shirts on, not another Magic Pod. Come up, say hello, um, and let's have a good time. Let's have that first pick. I know six-man said not to show your emotions if it's a bad, if you don't agree with the pick. I don't totally agree with that. Um, I think we're human nature. We all have kind of instincts, but... Just be respectful, I guess, with it. Yeah, don't be like the fans in Boston. Yeah, the FUs and the what the <laughs> F. You can wear your emotions on your sleeve. Just don't get disrespectful. I guess that's what he was trying to say. And I agree. It's all fun and games. You know, just competition exactly. is fun. Yeah, and these kids are young, so uh, 18, 19-year-old kids. So let's just have some respect. I, I, I trust in the office, front office. I will be surprised if some weird outlandish thing happens but at the end of the day that's what we put our trust in right yep all right well, well then i guess that, say it go ahead oh no i'm sorry i didn't say anything oh i was gonna say yeah well i guess that wraps up today's episode um we'll, we're gonna do an episode after the draft not sure if it'll be the same night or the next day but we'll give you all some updates of what we think about what happened and go over everything how's that sound sounds pretty good i mean i can't wait me neither. A couple more sleeps and we're in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Well, thank you for listening to Not Another Magic Pod by your boy Josh and your boy Devante. And as always, yeah, keep running good. up those listens. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank y'all. Have a good one.